Good morning, people of God. What an absolute beautiful morning the Lord has given us. Amen? Amen. Amen. Special welcome to all of you who are here visiting with us. For those of you joining us online, all so that we can give thanks to God for all that God has given us. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right, for those of you joining us online, we'll be having Holy Communion. So we invite you to get some bread and some wine or juice following our time of confession this morning. One more thing. Veterans, if, we, if you are a veteran, I invite you to stand at this time so that we can honor you and give you thanks. Anyone here today? I knew a couple. Yep. Thank you. And for those of you online, you know, give a shout out and the rest of us can uh, type in there and just again, give thanks for some of the freedoms that we have in this country because people have served and uh, protected those freedoms. So we thank you today. A big shout out and thank you for all those who uh, helped collect and donate food for the uh, Macomb County Food Shelf. I don't know how many pounds of food we have. We've got uh, our children's choir room. is no longer a children's choir room because there's so much food in there. It's a food bank is really what it is now. So thank you for all the ways that you helped to uh, bring that food in so that we'll be uh, donating that this week at some point. Uh, Many of you have received a postcard this weekend about a congregational vote that we are taking on uh, November 26th. This vote involves uh, the acceptance and the reception of uh, the merger of Faith Lutheran Church and their assets. Uh, they voted this past Sunday to, uh, to merge with King of Kings. Now, basically what that means is uh, they are more or less closing on December 31st and then coming here to join us, uh, as many of them as feel compelled. They don't have to. We don't, you know, take hostages kind of thing. But uh, they're invited to, uh, you know, be a part of King of Kings and all that we do and all that we are. So... We look forward to that, uh, but that vote on the 26th will be our part of it, saying, you know, we would gladly welcome you here. So, finally, today is Appeal Sunday, uh, and it's an important day for us. So it's a time for us to, uh, uh, to grow in our ministries, to grow in our caring, to grow in our outreach, and to make an even bigger impact in the lives of those around us. Uh, and it's not something that's been our practice to do a stewardship campaign. So this is kind of new for us. But uh, like I said, it's, it's, I'm excited. So uh, by now you've all should have received, for those of you who are part of our membership here, um, if you would like to be a part of this and you're not a member, we do have extra intent cards. Um, but we're going to have a special time at the end of my sermon to prayerfully consider how we would like to invest in our future here at King of Kings. So uh, we'll have a special offering time to bring up our intent cards right here in the basket uh, and kind of as a return of the gifts that God has given us. And then next week, we're going to share the results of our Appeal Sunday and uh, throw a big party, have a celebration. So uh, even if you aren't able to put an intent card in today, you can still come back and party next week. I know, it's pretty cool. Um, but again, these intent cards, uh, they're not cemented in stone, and I know life, things in life change, but it is kind of an opportunity for us to say, this is important to me, and here's how we would like to continue to grow uh, here at King of Kings. I'm excited about all the different opportunities that we have before us. Uh, we've talked about the last couple of weeks, the, the, the three big things that we're going to uh, focus on, and I'm going to share those during my sermon, but uh, it's just a 
a wonderful opportunity for us to give thanks and praise to God. Amen? Amen. All right. Uh, a couple last things here before we jump into our opening praise song. Uh, we will be receiving communion like we used to by walking up front, but if you'd still rather prefer to have communion from your seat, there are some communion cups that you can grab during our sharing of the peacetime uh, and continue to you know, have communion from your seat at that time. Otherwise, we'll be uh, kind of giving you instruction, having you walk up front, receive the bread, receive the wine, return to your seats, and uh, celebrate Christ in that fashion. Secondly, I invite you to stand as you are able and greet the neighbors you have around you. For those of you at home, give a shout out. Say good morning. Let us pray. O God of justice and love, You illumine our way through life with the words of your Son. We thank you for all the ways you provide and watch over us. Encourage us to share all that you have given us so that the world may also know of your love and your care. We ask this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and all of God's people say, Amen. Please be seated. Well, sisters, brothers, dear ones... Grace to you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Did you know the Bible offers 500 verses on prayer, less than 500 verses on faith, but more than 2,000 verses on money and possessions? Did you know that of the 38 parables or stories that Jesus uses to make a point, almost half of them are concerned with how to handle our money? Did you know that in the Gospels, the four books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, an amazing one out of every 10 verses, that's 288 in all, deal directly with the subject of money? I don't know about you, but I'm thinking Jesus might have thought this subject was kind of important to deal with the kingdom of God. I mean, he sure did talk a lot about the use of money and the things that we have been gifted with. And our reading for this morning just happens to be one of these times. It's from, again, Jesus' very first sermon. We talked uh, Matthew 5 yesterday. Today we're in Matthew 6. And... uh, I think Jesus knew that in the midst of all the the busyness of life, of all the things that can help us in life, money and stuff can just as easily be a burden, a temptation. It can lead us astray. And so he talked about it. He talked about all the ways that people understand blessings and to be blessed last week. And he spends really all of chapter 5 and most of chapter 6 about things that are most important which brings us right into uh, uh, where we are reading today. A warning wrapped up in some truth. Words that are very true, words that can lead to new life and to a meaning-filled future, but also words that can lead to ruin and to feeling empty. So, today we get Matthew 6, verses 19 through 21. I invite you to follow along on the screen. Jesus says this, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven 
where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Kind of short and sweet. So here, Jesus begins by inviting us to pay attention to how we invest. Dear ones, we just can't afford to make the wrong investments in life. Jesus says, don't store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal. Now let's not get confused. Jesus isn't condemning earning a good income. He's not ruling out a vacation or a car or a home or having nice things. He's not outlawing having a savings account or enjoying life. He's telling us to not let our hearts get wrapped around those things. Nod your heads if you hear the difference. Yeah. It's not money that's the root of all evil. What is it? The love of money. Yes. That's the issue. So it's when we, when we make our image or our comforts or our things the primary investments in our lives, when Jesus is saying, whoa, hold on here. If you're caring more about the stuff than you are about caring about people, there's an issue. Now there are preachers that will tell you that God wants to bless us with wealth, that a prosperous America is what we really need. But that's not what Jesus says today. Jesus says, don't store up stuff and put your hopes in the things of this age. Why? Because he knows they won't last. They wear out. They break down. They decay or get stolen. All that stuff will one day be gone. There is no pulling a U-Haul behind your hearse, right? So Jesus says, don't let that be what you're all about. So what does Jesus say that we are to be about? He says, store up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Invest in things that last, things that will outlast this life, to bear fruit for eternity. Because here's the deal. If we actually believe, raise your hands if you believe that there's something beyond this life called heaven. Okay? Amen. If we believe that there is a heaven and that there is a time of eternity spending with God, even if we were to live a hundred years old, that would be just the blink of an eye compared to the life that we are to be spending with God in heaven. Just a little blip of sand. And so during this short little moment that we get here on earth, Jesus says, invest and care about the things that actually do matter. Things like loving our neighbors, giving to the poor, caring for God's church, working for justice, sharing all the promises that God shares with us. Not hoarding them for ourselves, but living as a blessing. And not just with our money, but with our time and the gifts of of talent that God has given us. Because when we do that, this dawned on me this morning, when we actually care and lift up people, it changes not only that person, but all the people that will be affected by that person. Whether it's their own personal family or their future family, all the people that they encounter, if they are feeling blessed, they want to share that too. That is a lasting impact that can spread generations. 
This is what our stewardship campaign is all about this year, King of Kings. Three main things that are all about storing up and growing heavenly treasures. And the first is to do this, is to continue to build on what we already do, right? So we do things like a worship service and uh, Bible studies and book studies and social events and, and gathering together so that we can be not only closer to each other, but also closer to God through that connection together. That was the first leg of our stewardship campaign. The second heavenly treasure to, is to invest in our youth. We have such an amazing group of children and young adults here. And this is about investing more into their lives and into their future. By having a safe and positive experience with God and with each other now, when the time comes for them to be on their own, they want to be a part of a congregation because they remember how great it was here. That's part of this. And so today, right, today we bless them today. We focus on them today so that they can be blessing others and thinking of others and lifting up others and all their tomorrows. The third heavenly treasure is growing in our outreach to make an even greater impact through, through feeding the hungry like we're doing right now, collecting food. Or creating and sharing prayer blankets, or visiting the elderly, or helping those outside of our walls to experience the love of Jesus. When I first came to King of Kings, 10, well, yeah, almost 10 years ago now, uh, I know, wow, <laughs> thank you, I think. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, well, gosh, it was nine years and two weeks, but who's counting? Uh, <laughs> um, our giving as a congregation was at about like 4.38%. So all the, of the monies that we received, we gave away th- like 4.5% roughly to area uh, outreaches and things like that. Uh, I wasn't okay with that. And so the very first meeting that I, we had as a council, I said, all right, I want to increase our giving to the you know, surrounding charities and, and nonprofits by 1% every year so that we can eventually get to 10%, which is kind of the churchly number of tithing, Right. Well, I think I've shared this before. We had a member of our congregation uh, who's still here, and it's amazing. And she said, no, that's not good enough for me. And so we started leaping by like 2.5% some years and whatnot. Well, I just found out this last council meeting that we had that we're at almost 11% as a congregation. Yeah, there you go. I think that's good. And that's not me standing up here bragging, but that's just me saying, you know what? That's not even counting the extra food donations or the hygiene care kits or the books or the gifts to children at Christmas time or the socks or all those extra things that we do. And you're a part of that. By being a part of this family of faith, we are giving out and that's important because that's who we need to be. And so again, the third leg of this, of, of our intent today is to grow that even more. Let's not be content with almost 11%. Let's blow that through the roof. Because that's what we are as Christians. We are called to lift up and love others. This is great. But it's only great if it gets outside of these walls too. So this is the invitation today that we are being invited to consider that I'm going to ask you to to fill out on your intent cards. How do we invest ourselves? What are we about both personally and as members of King of Kings? What is God inviting us to consider today? And also taking a moment and looking at our personal lives and considering what are the things that are stealing my attention, my energy, my money. 
Are those things that truly matter? Because all this comes down to the reason why Jesus shares with us today. He says, for where your treasure is, your heart's going to be right there. Where we focus, where we give of ourselves will determine what, what we become, where we end up. If we don't have a goal or a destination in mind, we'll never get there. I'll give you a great example. Growing up, I went deer hunting a lot uh, with my dad and my uncles and my cousins. It was a big deal for us. And uh, what we did was this. We would get to a, a larger plot of land, usually wooded or you know corn, that kind of stuff. And we would put a couple of people on one end and then drive or walk around the far side so you didn't spook anything, and then start on the other end and push or walk through those woods in order to push the deer towards the people staying there. Okay? All right. Sorry if this is gross for any of you non-hunters. It's just what we did in Minnesota, don't you know? And uh, so I was one of the pushers. Being young and my uncles were being old, it was like, yep, make him walk. Yes, okay. So I was the walker, and I learned this very quickly. That if I didn't have a goal in mind, if I didn't look ahead and see something bigger in the, in the distance, I was never going to get there. And it was all about kind of going in a straightish line so that you, you know, covered the right area. Well, I know for sure the first couple of years, maybe even, uh, I didn't do that. And so sure enough, you start walking through and, and you come across some brush or some really thickets that, that are you can't get around, so you kind of have to turn and, and go a different angle or, or turn and go this way. Well, if you didn't remember where you were going, it was very easy to get turned around. I, I, countless times, I ended up coming out the side of a set of woods where nobody was at. One time, I even came out where I started. Guess what didn't come out of the woods? Any deer, right? And the same goes for us in life. If we don't have a goal in mind, if we don't have a plan for our lives, life happens. Life gets busy. We get curveballs. Things just naturally occur that cause us to veer side to side. And all of those things are things that we are inundated with. And Jesus knew that our hearts will always go, especially where our money goes. Where we invest our treasure, our time, and our talents, we grow the kind of people we'll be. Which is exactly why I think, during, especially during the pandemic, things got so heated because we put a lot of time and energy into things like politics and into money. And we still do that with sports or video games or alcohol or having stuff. And if those things become our loves, then they consume our lives. Which is why these words from Jesus are so important for us to hear today. To cause us to stop and take a breath, to look over the maze of life, and to find our focus again. And to see that Jesus is in our midst, once again reminding us, Of all the things that we so easily get wrapped up in, many of them, almost all of them, are not life-giving. So many treasures that just don't last. So today Jesus invites us to, to consider and to reorient, to start looking at growing heavenly treasures to make the lives around us better. To find our true treasure in God and in those around us. To respond to all that God has gifted us with so that we can be a gift to others. Because where your heart is, or where your treasure is, your heart's going to be right there.
because here's the good news, dear ones. You are God's treasure. You are where God's heart is. And it's made all the difference. You are the lost sheep that God has run after, the lost coin that God just had to find. And God loves you way too much to let you stay the same, to not challenge you and encourage you to seek Him out first, the treasure that just can't be stolen or destroyed. And as you do so, you'll find that your heart is going to be transformed and filled with more, with more enjoyment and more life than ever before. I've seen it happen countless times in my life. In those moments when when I start to focus on things other than God, usually leads to an empty road, to something that is not life-giving, to something that takes me away from my relationship with God and with others. Times when I've been so focused on, on either getting money or holding it or keeping it or not losing it, that's usually the times when the relationships in my life start going south. When I care more about stuff than I do about people. And thank goodness God has not given up on me because every once in a while, God continues to put someone or a message in my life that reminds me what is truly most important. And that's what I hear in today's gospel reading. Where Jesus says, all right, wake up. In case you're you're astray a little bit, uh, where you put your time, where you put your energy, where you put your money, that's what you're going to value the most. What do you value today? It's what it's all about. Where is your treasure? What do you hold most important in your heart? For where your treasure is, that's exactly where your heart's going to be. Amen? Amen. So at this time, uh, we're all being invited to consider just that with how we want to uh, make a difference together as a family of faith here at King of Kings. So for those of you who worship with us, do ministry with us, call King of Kings your home, I invite you to take out your intent cards if you brought them along. If you didn't, uh, raise your hand and I'll be running around in just a moment. We have extras, and for those of you joining us online, you can start a new tab and go to koklc.org. And about halfway down there, you're going to find uh, the Moving Faith Forward tab. Just uh, click on that little button. It'll take you right to an online form. And I'm going to invite you to take a minute or two and just to consider how you would like to continue to support who we are, what we do, and then fill out your card now. Anyone need a, a, a card today? And here's how we're doing this. We're going to have a little fun. So, uh, you know, this is all about our response to God and all the ways that God continues to be present with us, to bless us, and to provide for us. So uh, I'm going to invite you in just a moment to stand up, to come forward and place your offering in the basket. Or not your offering, sorry, your letter of intent. We'll take our offering in a bit. Uh, but put your intent cards in here while we just jam out and have a little party. So let us pray. Holy Father, we can't thank you enough for the gift of this day and for all the ways that you bless us with your presence. Use us today to continue to fill this world with your love and care. 
Use our intentions of financial support to make an even greater impact in the lives of your children, both here at King of Kings and outside these walls. Get us excited about all that you are doing in our midst, and may we forever be grateful for the love and for the life that you give to us, so much so that we are driven to want to share it. We ask all this in your holy and precious name, and all of God's people say, Amen. We now take a moment to, uh, again, give thanks to our God through the giving of our offering and through the gift of this song. I just I love that song. There you go, and we'll get to someday. I invite you to stand as you are able. Let us turn our hearts to God, our breath, and our life as we now pray for the church, the world, and for all who are in need. At the end of each little prayer, I will say, Merciful God, please respond with, Receive our prayer. Let us pray. O God, for whom we wait, come quickly to your people. Bring your salvation and center us in hope found only in you. Deepen our faith through meaningful worship and send us out with your justice and truth. Merciful God, receive our prayer. O God, for whom provides the world, we glimpse your power in rushing water and your beauty in the darkening night. Restore this creation and provide clean water to all people and all animals. Save us from foolish, wasteful living. Merciful God, receive our prayer. O God, for whom we long, let justice roll down like waters on all nations. Bless citizens with wise leaders. Save your children from war. We pray for the veterans of this community, that they are supported and know that they are loved. Merciful God, receive our prayer. O God, in whom we hope, we pray for all who are in need. Provide for those who experience homelessness or hunger. Support the under or unemployed. And comfort any who are suffering this day, especially those we name now, either silently or out loud. For Amy, Bonita, Merciful God, receive our prayer. O God, for whom we listen, inspire the music ministry of our congregation. Fill our worship with songs to proclaim your greatness. Help us to sing and dance with joy and tell boldly of your salvation. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God, and all those too deep for words through Jesus Christ our Lord who taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. We now take a moment to reflect on our week and to uh, confess and offer up those times and we fail to live as God calls and invites us to live by using these words together. God of life, we confess that we are wrapped up in sin and cannot free ourselves. We nurture conflict and build walls. We neglect the needs of our neighbors and ignore the groaning of creation 
have mercy on us. Where we are self-centered, open our hearts. Where we are reluctant, give us courage. Where we are cynical, restore our trust. Renew us with your grace and give us the hope of new life in you. Amen. And now hear this, dear children of God. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given over to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all of our sin. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ and by God's authority, I therefore declare unto you the entire forgiveness of all of your sin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and all of God's people say, Amen. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread. He gave thanks and broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, and it's given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. And again, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, and it's shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. At this time, I invite the deacons to come forward. For those of you coming up front to receive the gifts of Jesus Christ today, the ushers will release you shortly. Uh, Here at King of Kings, we believe Holy Communion is a gift from God to you, whether you're a member here or not, so please know that you are all welcome. You'll receive the bread first, and then continue down the line to receive the, the, the wine, and then continue around the outsides until you get to the basket where you can put your cup and then return to your seats. Uh, the outside red is wine. The inside white is grape juice. Come, for all is ready. For those of you joining us online or communing from your seats, the body and blood of, of Christ given and shed for you. People of God, may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, give you strength and keep you always in God's grace. And all of God's people say, Amen. May you receive this blessing. May the road rise to meet you. May the wind be always at your back. May the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, and until we meet again, may God hold you in the palm of his hand. Amen. With that, people of God, may you go in peace and share the good news. Thanks be to God.